0: 28K News.
1: It's one o'clock, I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. The Liberal Party urges the government to help the whole business sector weather the downturn and not just travel, retail and catering. Police hunt for three knife-wielding men who allegedly stole a shipment of toilet rolls in Mong Kok and the death toll from the mainland's coronavirus epidemic tops 1,700 after 105 more people die. Liberal Party leader Felix Chung has urged the government to offer financial help to all business sectors, not just travel, retail and catering. The government announced the $25 billion relief package on Friday to help businesses affected by the outbreak of COVID-19. Mr Chung says he'll meet the financial secretary, Paul Chan, this afternoon and will also suggest that the government offer interest subsidies for businesses who've taken out loans. He also backs the Democratic Party's suggestion that each resident get a $10,000 cash handout.
2: The amount
1: that is given out is only for certain industries, just like uh, the tourism, retailing and catering. But other sectors are having the same difficulties, which they also need the support from the government or subsidies from government. So a lot of people are having the response not so happy with the government just taking care of three particular industries. Police are hunting for three men who allegedly stole hundreds of toilet rolls outside a supermarket in Mong A police spokesman told AFP news agency that a delivery man was threatened by three knife-wielding men who took toilet paper worth more than $1,000. Footage from Now TV showed police standing around crates of toilet rolls outside a welcome supermarket. One of the crates was only half-stacked. Panic buying amid the coronavirus outbreak has created shortages of items, including hand sanitizers, rice and cleaning products. And the death toll from the mainland's coronavirus ep- epidemic has jumped past 1,700 after 105 more people died, with 100 of those in hard-hit Hubei. The province also reported over 1,900 cases of the of the 2,000 new cases on the mainland. T- total cases of COVID-19 on the mainland have now passed 70,000. Education sector lawmaker Ipkin Yoon says the government's biggest priority should be buying protective gear for medical workers, schools and the general public. He made the proposal ahead of the Hong Kong budget next week. Mr. Ip says despite the $25 billion support package that the chief executive announced last week, people might still not be able to buy protective equipment. He says the government also needs to make plans for when schools reopen. I hope that the schools will be able to focus at education because after a few months of suspension of classes,
2: the schools have to take care of the teaching schedule. They have to review the situation of the students' development in different aspects after they haven't
1: seen the students for a long time. Mr. Ip also joined parties from both sides of the political spectrum urging the government to give a $10,000 cash handout to all adult Hong Kong residents. Hundreds of American passengers who have been quarantined off Japan on a cruise ship that's been hit by the coronavirus outbreak are on their way home. Planes chartered by the U.S. government are taking them to American air bases where they'll be isolated for 14 days. 355 cases of the disease have been confirmed on the Diamond Princess, including 21 Hong Kong residents. A spokesman for the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, Anthony Fauci, had this advice for other American passengers who planned not to take part in the evacuation.
0: If you want to stay in Japan, your last chance would be to get on the plane and leave or you stay there. When you come back to the United States, importantly, they're still subjected to a 14-day quarantine. And the reason for that is that the degree of transmissibility on that cruise ship is essentially akin to being in a hot spot, a lot of transmissibility.
1: A think tank has warned that the Hong Kong One Country Two Systems principle for Hong Kong is suffering from a confidence crisis, with its governance index hovering just above midpoint. The Path of Democracy says its 1C2S index, which is calculated from public opinion polls and international ratings, edged up from the worst recorded 5.57 in October to 5.7 in December, partly because of a High Court ruling that the government's mask ban was unconstitutional. It was also helped by a landslide victory for pro-democracy candidates in November District Council elections. But its co-convener, Ray Poon, says confidence levels remain low and the government should set up a committee to advise on all matters relating to the one country, two systems principle. There are indeed some misunderstandings among the international community. But it's not the only problem. We also have to deal with the internal competency of implementing the one country, two system principles. That's why a committee In that sense, it might consist of scholars or a representative from the civil organizations or some businessmen. Another co-convener for the think tank, Alan Lung, says, also underscored an important advantage for Hong Kong under the one country, two systems principle, saying that he said the Carrie Lam administration has been ignoring.
2: I think the Hong Kong government just don't have that instinct of dealing with international government because they think under the basic law, we don't have a role therefore avoiding that role. Whereas, as far as I know, observing what China's foreign office interaction with Hong Kong ACR government department, they're actually encouraging that. Many, they try to appoint Hong Kong people to, uh, let's say, UN organizations because we speak quite good English compared to them and we are more international than they are. So this is really to their advantage to advance Hong Kong's international role informally.
1: The Consumer Council has called on the government to legislate to require all new cars in Hong Kong to have automatic braking systems. The watchdog says testing shows that vehicles with an autonomous energy braking system, or AEB, have been effective in reducing the chance of collisions and accidents. It said the European Union has already asked for all new cars sold there to be equipped with the system from 2022, and Japan is considering a similar move. The chief executive of the council, Gilly Wong, says currently in the SAR, only about 10 car models offer AEB as an optional extra.
0: We believe under the Hong Kong environment because we are a highly densely populated city with this kind of um, protection in the car, um, it can help you to reduce um, the the chances of having car accidents as well. We will call for the, uh, the government to legislate as well to require all cars importing into Hong Kong is by default equipped with this kind of uh, protection system. We believe, apart from legislation, if the importers, uh, when they import a car, it is by default equipped with this kind of system, it is far better in protecting the pedestrians, the cyclists as well as the drivers.
1: The council also warned that some baby teethers on sale in Hong Kong contain harmful substances or could cause babies to suffocate. It, twist, it tested 20 baby teethers and found that two models contain can- cancer-causing substances with one more than eight times higher than is allowable under European standards. It added that another model could easily be swallowed by a baby risking suffocation. The customs department has also said that model breaches product safety laws. His Professor Nora Tam a spokeswoman for the Consumer Council.
2: I think a baby is very, very important to all parents. And then uh, safety is number one concern of all parents. And the test discovered that some models, they have the problems, like uh, some may contain high concentration of amine and also the uh, ni- nitrostatable substance, which can be converted to amine in stomach under acidic conditions. And these two products are actually very dangerous to people because they will cause possible cancer or other diseases. Uh, so that this should not be in the product.
1: The United States ambassador to Germany says President Trump has threatened to cut off intelligence sharing with countries that deal with technology firm Huawei. Washington has been pressing allies to ban Huawei, one of the world's largest tech firms, from next generation 5G mobile data networks, claiming it's a security risk. The U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on Saturday told a security conference that Huawei was a Trojan horse for Chinese intelligence. And more than a thousand former Justice Department officials in the United States have called on the Attorney General, William Barr, to resign, accusing him of interfering in the sentencing of a friend of President Trump. In an open letter, the former lawyers condemned Mr. Barr for withdrawing a recommended prison sentence on Roger Stone. He was convicted last year of lying to Congress. The Federal Court of Australia has dismissed a case brought by the national broadcaster, the ABC, which challenged the validity of police warrants used to raid its headquarters last year. Federal police officers were looking for documents linked to investigative reports about Australian troops in Afghanistan. From Sydney, here's the BBC's Shaima Khalil. The
0: 2017 story covered allegations of unlawful killings by Australian soldiers in Afghanistan, and revealed they may have committed war crimes. The reports were based on leaked defence documents. It's not yet clear if the two journalists at the centre of the investigation will be charged. The National Broadcaster's Managing Director, David Anderson, said the ruling was a blow to public interest journalism and a win for secrecy and lack of accountability. Outside court, the ABC's Head of Investigative Journalism, John Lines, said the decision was disappointing and that it was a bad day for Australian journalism.
1: A firm in the United States says it's perfected a way of turning human bodies into compost for environmentally friendly burials. The process involves laying the body in a closed container with wood chips, alfalfa and straw grass. After 30 days, the compost is given to relatives to scatter over a tree or plants. A soil scientist, Professor Lynn Carpenter-Boggs from Washington State University, carried out the initial tests.
2: It develops this soil-like compost material, which has a lot of benefits to soil and to plants. It has the nutrients in it, but the structure itself also retains nutrients very well, and it retains water.
1: A court in Germany has ordered the US-based electric car maker Tesla to suspend preparations for its first European factory in Germany. Environmentalists say the factory is a threat to local wildlife and to water supplies. Here's the BBC's Grant Ferret.
2: Tesla had been racing ahead with its preparations on the first 90 hectares of the vast site at Grünheide, not far from Berlin. In the past few days, large tracts of forest had been cleared. The court decided that work was going so quickly that it might be over before any ruling could be made on environmental challenges unless it was stopped immediately. Some German politicians have warned that a lengthy delay could undermine the country's ability to attract foreign investment. The factory is a central part of Tesla's global expansion plans.
1: Financial markets now and the Hang Seng Index a short time ago was at 27,919. That's 104 points up from the previous close. And now it's time for sport with Adam Chung.
2: Hong Kong's men's rugby sevens team finished as runners-up in the first event of the inaugural World Rugby Sevens Challenger Series. The SAR squad won five games in a row before losing 10-0 in the final to Germany. After topping their group with three wins from three games, Hong Kong went on to beat Uganda in the quarterfinals, followed by a 17-14 semifinal win over the host Chile. The Challenger Series features 16 teams competing for promotion to the top-tier World Series. The second event takes place in Uruguay this coming weekend. The top eight teams will then progress to a final playoff round set to take place at the Hong Kong Sevens in October. On to football now, an injury time winner from Song Hyun Min gave Tottenham a 3-2 win over Aston Villa. Spurs are up to fifth in the English Premier League. Just one point outside the Champions League places. Here's their boss, Jose Mourinho.
0: I think we deserve to win, but I don't think they deserve to lose. You know what I mean? I think they they were good. They they gave us a real football match. They gave us a real fight. They played to win. I don't think they played to get a point, probably in the last 10, 15 minutes, yes. But during the game, their attitude was to win the game. And that is fantastic. That's the reason why the game was so, so good.
2: Arsenal are up to 10th in the Premier League after beating Newcastle 4-0. Here's the Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta.
0: After the break, we started to talk that we had to close the gap with the top teams, that we had to put uh, the draws into wins, and today was the first opportunity for us, and, and we've done it.
1: And um, a few players, like azet scored his first goal for a while, Mesut scored his first goal for a while, this is all good.
0: All good. Uh, so pleased for Lacazette as well, and I'm very pleased with the team's reaction towards him. Players, staff, everybody, you know. He's a player that fights really, really hard for everybody. He's been very unlucky. And hopefully that will bring him confident and he will know that how much everybody appreciates him.
2: The first ever Kobe Bryant MVP award has been handed to Kawhi Leonard following Team LeBron's thrilling victory over Team Giannis at the 69th NBA All-Star Game in Chicago. The Los Angeles Clippers star was named most valuable player after scoring a game-high 30 points. The NBA renamed the All-Star MVP award after Brian, who died in a helicopter crash last month. As a tribute to the Los Angeles Lakers legend, 24 points were added to the leading team's score as a victory target to start the fourth quarter. Anthony Davis of the Lakers hit the game-winning free throw. Team LeBron took the contest 157-155. to 155.
1: And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The Liberal Party urges the government to help the whole business sector weather the downturn and not just travel, retail and catering. And police are hunting for three knife-wielding men who allegedly stole a shipment of toilet rolls in Mongkok. And the death toll from the mainland's coronavirus epidemic tops 1,700 after 105 more people die. The news from RTHK.
2: I'm addicted to your life
0: Welcome to the 123 show this Monday afternoon. I'm Karen Coe, sitting in for Noreen Mir today. Noreen is off today so I'm here in the chair keeping you company through till three o'clock. I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to another Monday. Wherever you are working from home, homeschooling, maybe out hiking. It is a gorgeous day. It's nice and chilly but beautifully sunny so I hope you get a chance to enjoy a bit of that this afternoon. A big thanks to Phil for this morning's Morning Brew. And we have a busy show coming up for you this afternoon. So if you're sick of running from pharmacy to supermarket, searching for hand sanitizer or soap, we've got a solution. In our regular trash talk segment today, we'll learn how you can make your own hand sanitizers and soap from aromatherapist Louise Corbett. That's coming up just after 1.30. And after two o'clock, we'll be talking to Emily Kelleher, the founder of a new digital magazine called Well Magazine Asia. And Emily's gonna tell us all about Well, what's behind it and how you can enjoy it. So looking forward to talking to her after two o'clock. If you wanna contact me, you can reach me by email on kohk at rthk dot hk or on Facebook at Karen on Radio 3 and of course I'm going to be playing some great music music that you might know some tracks uh, you might not know so uh, all lots of different things coming up